I'm a motherfucking beast girl In this jungle out here Welcome to another episode of The Relationship DNA. I am your co-host, A. Smalls. And it's your girl, Dominique Renee. What's going on? What's going on, Dominique? Dominique doing big, 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 big things out here with her business show. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to keep up. I'm trying to keep up, but I love doing The Relationship DNA. So we had to come together, especially for this topic. I am ready for it. Got to make sure I get some residuals on the back end of this business. I want some equity, some stock points or something. Listen, listen, we all, I'm trying to employ everybody once <laughs> I get on. I'm trying to get the whole family in, everybody. So everybody, if you are listening for the first time, welcome. If you are a returning member, welcome back. This topic is an interesting topic. Mm -hmm. I gave Divina some options and she chose this one because it's about to be a heater. The topic is... Sierra's prayer. Hmm. You shitting me? That is the topic. So, listen. We get into the meat and potatoes of this conversation. We gonna hit you with the morning affirmation. DNA, what you got for the folks? Yes. So my morning affirmation is something that I really feel a lot of women we need to really take a look at before we start praying or trying to hope on what Sierra got, I think we got to focus on ourselves. So my morning affirmation is a quote, which states, find the love you seek by first finding the love within yourself. Learn to rest in that place. Within that is your true home. I feel like we try to focus so much on the perfect man or the things that I want. What about you? At the end of the day, it's going to be you. Like, you have to really know who you are as a person in order to find that person that you need. And within my journey, I've learned that I can't find my love until I learn how to fully love myself. So that is my morning affirmation. Okay, good, 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 good for the folks. I will add on for the affirmation. There is no prayer in the universe that will get you the outcome that you seek. However, all the hard work you put into your prayer will give you the outcome you seek. So it starts with you, boo. Work hard towards a goal, towards a plan, and see everything that comes out of it. That's my morning affirmation for the folks. So are you ready for the relationship role play? I'm ready for it. I'm red tight. This one is interesting. Scenario is, woman calls her male friend for advice. She's dating two men. The guy she really wants she's in love with isn't the right fit for her. And the guy that she doesn't love but loves her unconditionally, she doesn't really want. So you have the characteristic as the friend calling the male friend and asking for advice, you have deflected. And as the male, I have devil's advocate. Mm -hmm. Oh, are you ready? What are we doing? Two minutes, three minutes? Let's do three. This is a good right, one. Right. <laughs> That's a good one. You ready? I'm ready. All right, five, four, three, two, one, go. 
hey, bro, like, I just don't understand. Like, Eric, I really love him. And he playing games. And um, this dude, I don't even know. I forgot his name. Timothy. Yeah, Timothy. He's all in love with me. And I don't even give him the time of day. Like, what is, what's, what's wrong with you guys? Like, I don't understand. Like, what am I not doing right? First of all, I don't know why you said you guys, because I ain't Timothy or an Eric. I know, but you were mad. Help me out. What am I supposed to do? How do I get how do I get Eric to love me and Timothy to leave me alone? Well, you can't make somebody fall in love with you. Either they love you or they don't. So maybe you should look into the person that actually showing you all the attention that you seek. But I don't even give Timothy the time of day. I be forgetting his name most of the time. I just be like, hey, boo. Like, I don't even give him no time how he loved me. I give Eric everything, and Eric don't want it from me. So maybe Timothy just likes to chase, and Eric is the one that he's playing hard to get, and I got to just keep giving him, like, I got to just keep showing him. I don't understand. Like, how does Timothy love me? He don't even know me like that. Well, the question I ask you is, how... Is it that you are giving the person who doesn't seek your attention all the attention and the person that wants your attention, you don't even take a step towards because it's kind of like you have, you are uh, ignoring your intuition. Something here should be telling you that one guy is really into you and the other guy isn't. But how do I get into him? Like, he boring. Like, he just want to stay home and, and just cook me food and stuff. Like, I want to go outside. Like, quarantine over, I want to be outside. Having so a good time. Is start having like home parties and mm -hmm. let him cook. And I'll be one of the friends that come by and make plates to go. Because I ain't nobody cook for me. <laughs> I mean, somebody should benefit from it. I don't know. Maybe you could talk to him or something. Like maybe you could talk to Eric for me. Maybe you could try to find out what's going on with Eric. Maybe I should invite both of them and see what happens. You can do that, or you can recognize that Eric is in the streets. And Timothy is in your phone all day, so. That's because he ain't got nothing to do. Eric's a busy man. He got three jobs. He's a busy man. I want a man with a lot of money. I don't want Timothy. Timothy got too much time on his hands. All he want to do is cook and watch YouTube videos about cooking and want to get me fat. Like, Eric made me chase him around the town. That's why I'm slim. I thought Eric had, like, a lot of, like, girls that liked him and. He was always out and about, so. Those is just Instagram groupies. You know how that is. You know, they, you know, that's just to get his followers up. You know, he an influencer and a party promoter. I'm quite sure he flew us a lot of draws. I mean, people. <sighs> Listen, that's, that, that girl was jealous. She was jealous. She was just mad because Eric got my attention and don't got hers. Timothy, Good. like, Timothy is just, yeah, he come texting me again. I'm Listen, busy. Do you want love? Or do you want complication? I want both. Well, if you want both, keep dating both. <laughs> That's not the advice I'm looking for. I need you to help me separate. Like, you you just going for Timothy because he cook and you want food. Like, you're not helping me. You know I love Everett. Like, my heart just skips a beat. I'm helping you because you need to focus your attention to where most matters. And right now, Eric is not the one for you. And then Timothy's talking about we got a hill and he want me to go to church with him and he want me to read this and read that. Eric, he's just like, you know, go with the flow. Like, you know, it is what it is. Like, we one life to live YOLO. Like, come huh. on. <laughs> <laughs>
I sound real, real toxic. A lot of females, yep. That call me and say, you know, I just wonder why he don't like us like that. Look like, so why don't you like the guy that likes you? It's the same reason why you don't like him. It's the same reason why this guy don't like you. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. But it was. But that's it, how it be, and I kind of could hear myself, the old me saying that, like, well, why does my old up on me? He got too much time on his hand. This one, he's busy. Let me find out what he's doing. But now, mm -mm, I don't want the ones that's too busy. I want the one that want me. Like, my whole perspective has changed on dating. Shout outs to you that helped me and me really like finding myself, me really like digging deep what I really want and not just liking somebody because they like me, me liking somebody because I like them for the characteristics and what they bring to the table. So I really have grown. That used to be me, you know, saying some of those things, not all that stuff, but some of those things, like liking the guy that I have to chase, liking the guy that um, is playing hard to get, the one that doesn't text me a lot, worrying what he's doing. And then the ones that were there all the time, just like, he ain't got much to do. He must be boring. Da -da 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 -da. And it's like, no, he's just really into you. He's making time for you. And that's kind of what you want. And it's funny because, you know, we normally don't talk about like current events on the show, mm -hmm. but there was a, the in, a interview between Earthquake and like the Beffers Club. And they was mm -hmm. like asking about the whole Will Smith thing. And I was just like, I get what he's saying. Earthquake said, well, it just shows a person who loves somebody who doesn't love them back. No matter what you do, Jada will never love him. He's showing over and over again everything that he's done, done to make this woman love him, and she just don't love him the same. At some point, you just got to walk away from it. I, I definitely think that Will does love Jada more. I feel like Jada has was complacent with um will they may shoot me out here in these streets um but <laughs> i might be going against the girl code or whatever um everybody like feels like jada you know is winning because you know she has an open relationship she can kind of do what she wants she kind of talks out however she wants and will's kind of the pushover and it's like i kind of feel like um definitely it is the terms that will is more in love with jada and willing to risk more than Jada is. If she was on her foot, would Jada have smacked somebody for Will? I'm not too sure. I can only speak on what I see. I don't know their relationship like that. This is based on what I see on TV. Do I feel that Will should be getting um, backlash how he is? No, I don't feel like he has. He has a good reputation. He made a mistake. Yes, it was a bad time to make that mistake, but you know, he's just tired. And you you push, you keep pushing somebody, they're going, they going to push back, you know? Yeah. Keep poking the bear. So shout out to Will Smith. I I'm with you, brother. I yeah. love Belair, by the way. Or if you, <laughs> if you don't want people judging you, take everything off social media. That is true. The reason why true. everybody loves Jay-Z and Beyonce because nobody knows. And it wasn't to that elevator. elevator wasn't to that elevator scene. <laughs> I mean, elevator and lemonade. I mean, lemonade, we can only assume that's what happened in their relationship. You know, um, there is rumors that the album is based on the infidelity of Jay-Z. I mean, but you're turning that into art. We, you know, anybody can turn a situation into art, you know. Um, that's how music is being made. But, you know, to put all that out, I'm waiting for the Red Table talk. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I don't even want to hear it because it's just going to be more memes and more more results of him looking like a goof. Like, just leave it alone. Yeah, I do. I, I, but I feel like everybody is making him out to be the victim. I really hope that if they do the Red Table Talk, it'll really show Will in a different light because I really feel like so many people are being so judgmental towards him. And I feel like 
that's not right. Like this man made a mistake. This man has been a clean cut black man that has done a lot for the entertainment world, has broke a lot of different barriers and he made one mistake and now we're going to just try to take it, take all that from him and like shadow ban everything that he's done or he's trying to do. Like, I just think that's totally wrong. He made a mistake. He shouldn't have slapped somebody. The only person that should feel bad is Chris Rock. If Chris Rock want to sue him, if Chris Rock want to do all that, that should be Chris Rock and him. Like all of us need to mind our business. But when you say we, do you mean we as in black people in America supporting Will? What do you mean? Yeah, I feel like white people are not really talking about it. It's us as a culture. I haven't really, I mean, I'm not really into, uh, I don't have really have a lot of white friends and stuff like that. But basically what I see on social media is a lot of backlash from the black and brown community. I feel like social media, you're going to always see black backlash from black mm-hmm. and brown people because that's what we do. And unfortunately, that's just, what social media is there for us. Everybody yeah. mostly negative or mostly uh, uh, disrespectful to go viral. Yeah. It doesn't make it solid. It doesn't make it, you know, uh, a po- poignant. The only thing that I noticed that he apologized to the Academy after slapping Chris Rock because he knew the Academy was going to make an example out of him. That's why they gave him a 10-year ban. And now you look at all the other people who have won awards and never got them taken away. <laughs> All those questionable allegations on touching, exactly like that molestation. Mm-hmm. It, it none of those people, but you exactly because sometimes us as African Americans, Black people in America, we value the white uh, cosign more than we than we value our own people. Our yep, a lot behind that. It is. We ain't what? got that much time for that. <laughs> that's a that's a whole other episode. <laughs> So, topic is Sierra's parent. Are you shitting me? When you hear that topic, please let me know what goes through your mind. You know what? The whole Sierra prayer, like even when it came out with the song, honestly, I still haven't even listened to it. Like, I just feel like that was her blessing. If that's she lucked up with Russell, that it is, period. It's not, it's nothing that she could do to help you. You got to help yourself. She knew what she wanted a man, she ain't want no more futures. She wanted Russell. She did what she needed to do to find him. And that was it. That's their relationship. Ciara's prayer ain't going to help you because that's Ciara's prayer. This is, and I bet you that's the prayer that she said on the Summer Walker song or whoever song was not the prayer that she was talking to God a couple years ago when she met, when she met um, Russell. And I just feel like it's commercialized. It's just a, a way to brainwash Black women to feel like they have to do the same thing that someone else has done in order to get what they want. Like, I need, I think you need to focus more on yourself. And I think that's also social media, you know, like the mind frame that you have to do something one way in order to trend or order to, to viral or order to be successful. And I feel like we all make our own definition of what success is or what love is or what the perfect mate is. So I feel like the more you focus on yourself, the more you'll be able to get. I'm looking for Dominique's prayer. I ain't looking for Sierra's prayer. So that's what it is. So you bring up something interesting. One of my questions that I have on my page, mm-hmm. and it is, does Sierra really have a prayer or did she just settle? I think she didn't have a prayer. I don't think, I, I, I'm not her friend, so I can't say she settled. Um, what I think she did was she knew what she wanted and she went after that. I can't really say she settled because I don't know how she really feels about Russell. 
from what I see, it looks like they're madly in love. The only person that could really say she's settled is Ciara's best friend or Ciara's mother or Ciara's cousin. Those are the only ones that could really tell if she's settled or not because they only know what's really in your heart. I think when people say you settled, it's basically what you feel in your heart. So if I married a man that I'm, I'm not madly in love with, but he provides me with everything, and but my heart is not, my heart is still, you know, lusting for someone else or wants to be with someone else, only I can say that I settled. Or someone who really knows me, like, well, Dominique, she really didn't marry that person for love. Mm. But who are, who are we to say that settling that marriage and you're marrying someone not for love is settling? Like I said, that's another another definition. Like who said there's in marriage, there there's not what is it, through sickness and health, through death do us part. I don't know, I never got married, what what they say. They never say through love. They never say, Do you love this person? Not in the vows, do they say that? I mean, your personal vows, you say you love the person, but when the, the guy says the um, person that, you know, ordained you um, into the marriage, they say through sickness and health, through death do you part, and all that other stuff, and if somebody is against the wedding, speak now, forever hold peace. They don't ever say through love, through love and through hate, or through love and through lust, or through settlement and love. They don't say that, you know? So it's like, is marriage really, a, is that, was marriage made for love? Because we know marriage certificates is all, you know, financial, you know, it was all about finances. So is marriage really about love? Listen, in terms of the divorce rate, it ain't about love. First time divorces are around six, above 65%, I believe. Second time divorce, uh, second time marriages in about uh, 50. And then third time is around 40. So, so what are we marrying for then? Because society says get married. Get married, yeah. But at the same time, let's let's go back to that question of mm -hmm. settling. Mm -hmm. Sierra's infamous song, I Can't Leave Him Alone, I Tried the Good Boy, but the Dope Boy Turning Me On. Mm -hmm. Isn't that exactly what she was going for when she met Future, who already had a bunch of kids and a bunch of baby mamas, and she still stuck by him and produced a child? Well, I mean, if you take a look at her history, it wasn't just Future. She had Bow Wow. Wasn't she dating 50 Cent at one time? Like, you know, she had a bunch of bad boys. We can't say, I don't know if Bow Wow's considered a bad boy. I don't know what he's considered. You know, at that time he was, at that time he was little Bow Wow. So I don't know if he was a bad boy or a little, a little bad boy. I don't know. I don't know what he was. But she's had a history of dating guys, you know, with that image. And then she meets, you know, clean cut Russell, holy guy, not having sex until they get married, praying, all this stuff like that. Then her life, you know, level, like she say, level up. She leveled up, whatever. I don't know. That's her definition of leveled up. But then it's like women say, oh, I want to get Ciara prayer. But then they have like, they got a man, like I said, in the role play, Timothy. They don't want to be with Timothy. They want Eric. Mm -hmm. You point out exactly why I had that question now, because everybody's talking about this prayer, but nobody's analyzing the toxicity that she picked in the past, knowing kind of the background of these people, a background of the 50 Cent, a background of the Bow Wow, a background of a future. I'm guaranteeing she didn't know a background of a Russell Wilson, but going completely polar opposite of what she was attracted to, she mm -hmm. found something that she fell in love with. So did she really say a prayer or did she smarten up and say, if I keep going this route, I'm going to keep getting this? If I That kind of leads to one of my questions. Mm -hmm. My question is, um, is it boundaries or is it luck when it comes to finding the right man? I don't you know, I, in luck in relationship, I feel like you have to find something that works. Mm -hmm. 
both of you are committing to each other to an certain extent. You're mm-hmm. committing time. You're committing resources. Yeah. You have a child together. You're committing a future because no matter what, this child is going to bind you for the rest of your lives, no matter what. Whether you speak and co-parent well or you don't, you're still bound to this person for the rest of your life. So anytime you invest time into something, it should be worth something. But if you're investing your time into something that's already bad on the surface, mm-hmm. something that already has a bunch of things attached to it, like ex-baby uh, mamas or kids that you don't really get along with, what did you expect to come out of what was on the surface is, is the main issue that I have with the whole Sierra's prayer thing. And even if you look at this, I'll, t- I'll bring this along. Uh, making good. Mm-hmm. Look and at that of, situation. Everybody wanted her prayer. Mm-hmm. They wanted the Devon Franklin, and then they wrote this book about the weight and not having sex until you're married and all stuff like that. Russell Wilson said the same thing, but it didn't work out. Why? Because she never, in my opinion, looked comfortable on social media or around him because she's more of a sexy, liberating uh, a woman. And I didn't say she out back in the streets. I don't think she ever left the streets. I don't think she's back in the streets. I think quote, she's quote, quote. just being who she who is. Who she is, yeah. And, and which I is nothing wrong with that. Also, media being herself. Yeah. And I that, feel like, go ahead, I'm sorry. So I'm just saying that that, that, that picture, that, that image she had by, on Devon Franklin's side, mm-hmm. it didn't look comfortable. Mm-hmm. It didn't look natural. And I'm quite sure she was trying to make sure he didn't get a lot of backlash for being herself because everybody's going to judge the preacher having the wife that's a little uh, too revealing on her outfits and stuff like that. Now mm-hmm. she's free to just be her. And I'm quite sure she's she looks happy as her. She looks more happy that, now than she did when she was married to me on social media. <laughs> I feel like if a man can accept you for who you are, no matter who he is at the end of the day, then that's just not the man for you. That's how I feel. I feel a lot of women, they change themselves to fit into someone's mold. And I just feel like, you know, as they said, um, it's funny um, how they say evenly yoked, you know, in the Bible. So many things have changed since then. What is equally yoked? You know, what, what, is, what does it mean to be equally yoked? If I'm in one, because you are a pastor and I'm a woman who's comfortable being sexual or or it just even being, you know, comfortable in my skin wearing, you know, what may be not considered to, appropriate to wear in church. Why do I have to subject to your lifestyle if this is who I am and this is who you loved and you met me this way? You didn't meet me with no long skirt on and no cleavage. And there's nothing wrong with having a long skirt on and, and, and a turtleneck because you could be sexy in that as well, you know? So I have a, I have a, a follow-up to that. So. Yes. Can a prayer really produce the mate of your dreams? No, it can't. Even my dog agree. No, it can't. Um, so I just feel like it's not a prayer. I feel like basically it's you doing the work. Like you got to really write down what is it that you want and what you're not. And I feel women, you know, when they settle, I think they settle by not going by what they really want and really knowing themselves like knowing knowing me I want someone who's as motivated as I am because if I don't have somebody with the same drive and energy as I am I'm gonna feel like he's slacking or I'm gonna feel like I'm pulling all the weight 
So I felt it, as you say, being evenly yoked, we both have to have the same goals, not even the same goals. Like I want to have a beauty empire and you want one too, that no, you have your, you have um, the fast paced dreams. Like I got the fast paced dreams. So when we both up at 6am, I don't feel like, well, no, you don't have no time for me. Like, no, we both up at 6am. We both doing what we need to do for our business. And then we both come to the consensus that, okay, at nine o'clock, we're going to stop working. We're going to have dinner together. We're going to talk about our day. We're going to brainstorm. I feel like it's a team effort and I feel like people don't communicate those things because they're scared they're scared that they meet the person that they like or they have these feelings for and they they feel like that's going to override everything else that love conquers oil all and I think love does conquer all but I think that is more to it I don't I think people's perception of what love is is just that feeling like all oh, the butterflies and all that's lust I feel like love is is loyalty love is respect love is communication love is is um is sacrifice love is compromise i feel like that's all love together love is just not one feeling or one dimension and i feel people don't get the levels of love and they they you know construed that with lust and all these other butterflies and stuff mm -hmm. and this is why things don't last so if a if a prayer can't produce this fictional character that everybody wants or a lust over can god actually send you it if you believe in god and pray to god that he'll send you the made of your dreams but I feel like it's what they like they say in the Bible, what is prayer without work? You got to put the work in, you know, I feel like you have to manifest like, you know, you put a what's a goal, you can write down a dream. But if you ain't doing things towards that dream, it's just on a piece of paper. I could I could say I want a good man. I want a good man. I want a good man. But if I'm not out there dating, I'm not out there, you know, doing the things I need to do to make myself better. I'm not out there, you know, putting in the work. I'm going to be, you know, watching Netflix rest of my life with a cat. <laughs> and wondering where the man at, you know? That's like, you got to put in the work. Yes, yes. So, can you explain a little bit or give some background to why women would be more attractive to a future than they would a Russell Wilson? Because you, the chase, the, the, the wonder, like, we want to know, does he really like me? Like, you know, ooh, all, and it's like, ooh, all these other girls like him, or it's like, it's it's dumb like it's really stupid there's only one like i really think to myself like reflecting back in those days why did i want those guys that were hard to get like don't i want something easy maybe because now i'm about to be 37 i don't want to do all the work i don't want to worry like i want to go to sleep with a good conscience because i got to get eight hours of sleep because i got a busy day tomorrow like i can't be worrying about nobody i gotta go to bed like i want easy love i want something that is I'm sure about, they sure about me. I don't have to wonder if I, I don't have to, I know that they're gonna text me good night. They're gonna text me good morning. They, they, they out here doing what they need to do to make themselves better. They're not out here chasing nobody else. I don't know why back in the day I wanted it. I can't even explain. Why would somebody want that? Like, why do we want to chase? Why do we want to do that? It's dumb, it's ignorance. I don't know what else to say. I can't even explain it why I did it. <laughs> Listen, we all go through it, and, and you know the opposite can be said for men too, because a lot of times, yeah, the as they say the 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 IG model or the baddie, hey, leave all the good women alone. Sometimes we just want what we want, and it's okay to want what you want, but you just have to be hold yourself accountable that mm -hmm. your experience is your experience, and it's not the template for the entire universe. Just because you picked this person and this was the outcome doesn't mean that all women or all men are this. It means all the people you keep picking 
are producing this. And I think that's the main issue when it comes to dating. A lot of times we don't just focus on our experiences. We try to tell everybody, well, this is what everybody mm-hmm. over here does. And I'm kind of like, well, did you date all men in New York City? No. New York City is not even that big when you think about New York State. New York State ain't that big when you think about the entire U.S. of A. There's a lot of people out here you haven't dated. You just got to find that person that works for you. So the people that you're attracted to, if it's not working, then you got to restructure what you like in certain human beings. So let me ask you a question. Do you feel um, that men really know what they want? I don't think anybody know what they want, especially like men. Like, so my son now is uh, about to turn 20. Uh-huh. And I know he's on the phone with girls and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. Angel's about to turn 18 and she has a boyfriend. Yeah. And I is about to turn 13. So they're all into this phase of liking people. Yeah. But when you're in that early stages, there's really nothing to like other than looks. You don't have a job. You don't have career goals. You're not interacting with family to know what their family's like. So mm. I like you because you're cute. You like me because I'm cute. So let's spend time together. Hopefully you don't explore too much into the whole sexual realm because then that clouds everything up too because now you have this emotional connection mm-hmm. and you don't know where it stems from. You, doesn't, you don't know where it's going. You don't know what, it, what to compare it to because you haven't had much to compare it to. Now when we're in our 30s, you've dated, your high school crush, your college crush, your late 20s crush, you had a few experiences to compare mm-hmm. it to. Nobody really knows what they want until they figure out, wow, who they are, you think? That's one. Mm-hmm. Not only who you are, but wow, this this list. Because a lot of times we have lists, mm-hmm. and everybody will fit this list. But normally, in my opinion, what I tell people is normally your lim- your list will limit what you actually attract. Mm. Everything that's on that list, you're gonna get the opposite. Why? Because the universe will say, "Oh, this is your list. See what you get next time." Because <laughs> a lot of times, what's on your list is not even on your vibration. You're not even on that level. You be saying, I want this. How you going to meet somebody at this and you're not there? Like, you know, I like I always feel like when I started dating people who were entrepreneurs like I am, people who um, have the same type of, you know, goals and are on the same type of pace, that's when I felt more attraction because we're easier. We're on the same level. Like um, I was talking to a guy that I really like and he's really busy. Like he has a, um, a TV show and stuff like that. And different things. The old me would have been like, oh my God, he's so busy. I can't. And now I'm busy too. So it's like, all right, we really got a schedule. Like, okay, well, I'm available this date, that date, this date. It works out. So it's like, you have to really date where you're at. And I feel like a lot of people, if you want to get to that next level, you got to get yourself to that next level. And it really hints on, and I used to think to myself, people used to say, oh, you just need to be by yourself. And I think that was just a way, I used to think people were just, you know, telling me that like, oh, just don't feel bad about being single. But I think when I really honestly took the time to be single or just focus on myself is when I really started attracting the men that I feel are like, not on my level, but the men that I feel I'm more compatible with in regards to the things that I want in life now. So I feel like that time alone and really reflecting on your past relationships, on um, things you've been through, things you don't like, things you're not going to settle for. Like there's just some things I'm not going to settle for anymore that I used to settle for because I knew it was a downward spiral. Like it it wasn't going to go nowhere. And I'm just a person now that's not going to waste so much time because of my, not because of my age, but just because of my patience. I don't have the patience that I used to. I used to could wait a year, 
uh, to if a guy was interested in like to say he wanted to be, you know, official or whatever. A year? I ain't got time for that. <laughs> like, no. If you're not sure about me within the first few months, then we you're not sure about me. Then it is what it is, you know? And then people say, oh, the time levels and stuff like that. But no, if you're sure about somebody and you really like somebody, especially in the maturity and the age that you are, you already know if you want to go to the next step with someone. So I just feel like at this age, like in my mid-30s, well, my late 30s, so I'm 37, I know what I want. And within the first few months, I'm like, okay, I want to lock this down or I just want to keep looking, you know? A lot of times, um, even when I tell the kids, I tell some of the older older um, people that come to me with um, mm-hmm. relationship advice, mm-hmm. you gotta give people the energy that they give you. Thanks. That you feel like you're doing above and beyond. The minute that pops to your head, am I doing too much? Am I pushing too hard? Are they not giving me the same effort that I'm giving them? Then you got to recognize that and pull away. I never give more than what I'm supposed to. Unless you're like my wife or the mother of my children. I got to give you more. But if we're just dating and I feel like, okay, I'm going out here and I'm going out here and I'm trying to impress, I'm trying to do this. Okay, what has this person done in the amount of effort that I put forward? I can measure my effort. Now, does that effort match? my effort and if not mm-hmm. then that's not the person for me i need somebody who's be just in, as into me as i am to you i don't need to convince you that i'm a good guy i don't we'll have to wonder who wants to wonder we don't have time to wonder anymore mm-hmm. i have so much stuff in my mind i cannot wonder about a man that's the last thing i need to wonder about i need to know that that's locked like i ain't got to worry about him like we good like now nah, i'm not talking about worry about him like concern of where he's at or th- i don't have to worry about him wanting me or i'm the one he needs like that shouldn't have to be a concern or worry you know we have so much other shit to deal with yes i just need to know that you're into me as much as i'm into you. that that and, part and the, the the rude awakening i caught when i was in my dating phases um years ago when i used to try to impress them with the expensive date and then never hear from them again like mm-hmm. i don't think we're compatible i don't think we're that, but i'm like yeah i just spent 200 300 each date listen like after a while, I was just like, okay, so you can't do this for every person. You need to do something that you like so it doesn't feel like you're wasting your money. And if they like you the same, then they'll enjoy your company regardless of what you do. If and a I- girl really like you, she'll meet you at the corner of a Dunkin' Donuts to get a $2 coffee if she really like you. That's how, if I really like someone at this time and you busy and you, hey, I just want to see you for 10 minutes just to, to see you. Let's meet at Dunkin' Donuts for $2. I'm going. I love coffee. So I'm going. But like, I noticed like, and then another thing I noticed when a guy tried to do too much, I feel like he has no personality behind it. Maybe that's just me, but I feel like if a guy is doing the utmost I just feel like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Is there something you hide in? Like, I just feel like nowadays, especially how it is this cash at me lifestyle that we're in, like, you know, cash at me this, da da da, sell me that, da da da. I feel like men already have this uh, offense that they have to appease a woman by money. So if a man is flashing all this money or flashing all this stuff, it gives me a little red flag. Like, wait, hold up. What you trying to do? Like, are you trying to get me this way? Or this is your, like, especially if I know that's not his lifestyle. Like, if a guy, I see he eats out, like, he eats expensive and we're going, I'm like, okay, this is who he is. But if I see him, you know, regular, and I'm nothing wrong with regular, but there, you know, everybody has their acquired taste. 
And then all of a sudden he want to take me somewhere he ain't never been before or this kind of things like that. That kind of is a real little red flag for me because that's a trigger for me. I've had a lot of men who try to do the things or, or try to do things that they think I like in order to get me. And then, you know, it's a lifetime movie God changes and it's like sleeping with the enemy. <laughs> so it's like, that's a little trigger and a red flag for me. I could be wrong, but that's just how it is. Well, don't be, uh, don't be triggered by a red flag from mm -hmm. else. Be triggered by, if you see somebody flashing cash for you, ask them why get into the to the to the methodology of behind why are you doing this so often because a lot of times with social media shows is that this is what the lifestyle that everybody has to uh succumb to like uh, you got to be on vacation you got to have bergen bags you got to spend x amount of dollars and the girls are saying you know a broke broke dude can't get none i know that's right if everybody's blow the whole entire black community is broke because we only got 12 percent of the nation's wealth we're all broke. Why does it matter? So I need to know behind why you're doing this, because whatever you use as bait to catch somebody is normally what you use as bait to catch everybody. So if one person likes the lifestyle of money, guess what? The next person don't like it too. Can you now compete with the newer, younger baddies that are coming out wanting the same lifestyle? That's what I say. I agree with that. I do agree with that. I mean, I, and then I feel like, you know, um, people's perception has changed. Like, I'm not impressed by those things anymore. I used to be. Now I'm, I'm more impressed by, you know, when, like, my favorite flower is or, like, knowing that I like tacos or knowing that, I, like, you know, pick a place that you know I'm going to like. Like, attention to details is important to me. And now if you go, we go somewhere, you know, really nice and it's something I really like, that's a, that's a plus one. But now like, I know I like someone who pays attention to details because I pay attention to details. I'm the type of person that if I know you like this type of chip and I'm by the store and then it's a limited edition, I'm going to pick you up two bags because I know that's what you really like. Like, and those, those are the kind, those are the, the way that I receive love and I like to have that back. So a person that does that for me, like a person that I'm dating just does that. And I'm just like, wow, I've never had this where I don't have to ask. Like, this, it's just automatic. Like, they did their homework. Like, kudos to you. You wrote the clips notes. You did the research. And it's right there. So I feel, especially at this age, like, you got to do your homework. And it's like social media gives you a kind of a sneak peek into people's lives where you have the you got the cheat code so it's like of course everything on social media is not real life but if you see a girl always posting flowers you see a girl always saying she likes purple or she's always out taco tuesday drinking margaritas or she loves coffee and you like oh i know there's this nice coffee spot in harlem have you ever been there she's gonna be like wow he knows i love coffee da -da 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 -da. you're paying attention to details so that's just little things that i as a woman I feel like that's things that I want on my prayer list or my checklist or different things like that. A man who pays to close to details, but that's my prayer. That doesn't mean that's, you know, someone else's prayer. So how can I go based on Ciara's prayer? Because maybe what she wanted is not what I want, you know? So I think we need to focus more on what we want and what I, what I, what our ideal is of happiness and bliss. And I think we will all find the person that we are looking for and maybe get our Russell, as they say, you know, <laughs> I'm looking for my Russell. Where my Russell at? So I you probably, you probably passed on Russell years ago. <laughs>
So when people talk about this prayer, Sierra's prayer, they throwing it on the albums and all the stuff like mm-hmm. that while still picking a, a person that, that's not with them and stuff like that. Like, do women really want a Russell Wilson or do Pete or women really want Russell Wilson's contract? See, that's another thing too. Like, I feel there's probably a lot of men with Russell Wilson's characteristics, but not Russell Wilson's bank account. Mm-hmm. So that again, maybe you just want a rich man. Like a rich, nice man. You know, I don't know. It's to each his own. And that's why I say I don't get really caught up in those things anymore. I used to like relationship goals. Like me, relationship goals is you and Stephanie, because that's real life to me. I know that y'all are real life. Like I've seen y'all story. I, I know you guys. I know what you have is real. I want real. Like I don't know behind the scenes if Sierra and Russell got that. You know, a lot of people just um, Cardi B and Offset. You know, I really like that they had the cover of their magazine with all their kids together. You know, I think realistically, blended families is what is is real now. Like there's people who have kids with other people, and for another woman to embrace another woman's kids and they all together, it may not even be what it is. I don't know what goes behind closed doors, but. I like to see things like that. You know, they're like, oh, you know, well, Cardi B, she's a hood rat from the Bronx and Offset, he's a player from the Migos that just be, you know, doing ad-libs. But at least they're showing a blended family. At least they're showing that with their money, they're doing something, you know, together as a family. It may be fake or not, but I like to see that, you know, because that's realistic. We got blended families, you know? You know what's funny? What? You saying all of this and I'm saying in my mind, like, Steph always says that I am not the person that she would have picked, like, like I'm the complete opposite of what she used to like. Uh-huh. So I would be Russell Wilson. I would be the, the so-called corny guy. And I'm just like, I'm just me. I'm just like, I'm always laughing. I'm always joking. Yeah. I'm always happy. That's just genuinely who I am. So if you don't like laughing, you don't like joking, you don't like happiness, then you're not for me. You know who saying? doesn't want somebody easy like one thing I love about this podcast with you like I know anybody else probably would have been tired of me by now like come on Dominic you got this business you got this you got that you always busy they probably be like listen I'm gonna find somebody else you just your characteristics of understanding of being compassionate of of just always a good time with you it's never it's never like it's never like I feel like complacent or I feel like a place where I can't communicate with you or feel like if I say something wrong, we're not going to have a communication. Like, I just feel like that attribute of you is what, you know, really attracted Stephanie because you're a good man. You're easy going. You laugh and we have a good time. You have a good perspective. And I feel like that may be categorized as corny back in the day, but that ain't corny for me anymore. That I'm like, where he at? <laughs> like, and it's like now that I see guys like that it's just I'm attracted to that like it changed my whole perspective has changed I don't want nobody to have to worry about have to chase after have to call after I want somebody who's gonna we're gonna laugh together we're gonna have a good time it's gonna be easy I can communicate with don't nobody want that stress don't nobody want that stress you know and I think as as we get mature we we kind of see things a little differently you know we see and even in movies they don't portray they was portrayed like the the good guy going you know the bad guy going good for the right girl so in our head we always thinking you know um even in like disney movies eric you know eric was the in the little mermaid 
the, the, the hard to get guy. She could have just stayed under the sea. She had a perfect life under the sea. She want, she want, um, she want legs. She want to follow the man Eric on the boat and all this stuff. Lose her whole voice. Like she had to sacrifice her whole life. No voice. Left her family just to be with a man. So it's like you have those, and you think about that, that, um, that mindset, and then you kind of like figure out, well, I gotta. I gotta leave my friends. I gotta, I gotta change my life for a man. Because you think about, look at the Little Mermaid. Look at Cinderella. Look at Cinderella. She had to, she had to um, pray. A fairy godmother had to make a pumpkin out of out of a carriage and and and, and, and the, the mice. Like it's a miracle for her just to get a good man. You know, um, we think about what else? What's what, the princess and the frog? You gotta kiss. They even say you gotta kiss ten frogs or a thousand frogs just to find the right man. All these things, sleep and beauty, she had to go to sleep to find a man. Like, you gotta be, you gotta miss your whole life to find a man, to find you. It's like, it's it's the mindset and people don't think of it that way. But if but if you you grow up to those things and it's like, well, wow, I gotta just wait. Basically, sleep and beauty was waiting on a man. I gotta sit there and just sleep. Don't live my life, sleep till the man kiss me and then boom, my life starts again. I'm happy, happily, and they lived happily ever after. Like, come on, like. I do think Disney kind of like had some programming. Yeah. The reason why people like these extravagant weddings and are looking for their Prince Charming because you've kind of been fed that since childhood. Like this is this is what you're supposed to expect when you get older. No. And people think to me, like everybody thinks I want this big ass wedding. I don't. I want a simple wedding. I don't want a big engagement. I don't I don't want that whole proposal. I don't want no Instagram posts like he did engage. I don't, I, that would make me so uncomfortable. Like, I just feel like if a man that I love, love me and we get married, I'm going to be bowling like an idiot. Like, I don't want nobody posting that on Instagram. Me, you already know I cry. Like, I'm emotional call times. I cry like an ugly child. I don't want nobody seeing that on Instagram in front of everybody. I want to be very intimate. If I do ever get married, I want to have fun with my friends on a destination wedding or a cruise. I want it to be very, very, nobody stressed out. I want everybody to spend money on a vacation and have a good time. I don't have to worry about a bridesmaid dress, all that different stuff. I just want everybody to have a good time. And Shantae finally got a man at home and I'm happy. That's all that matters to me. Like, it, as I got older, that don't matter. It doesn't matter to me. Like, I just want the man. I just want to be happy. Like, all other stuff is, is bullshit to me. You know, but if a woman wants that, I'm with it. I've been in so many beautiful weddings. I love me a wedding. I'm always a bridesmaid. I love it. But that's just not what I want. That's not my, that's not my prayer. That my, Dominique's prayer is to have this man, simple wedding, have fun, that's it. And that's why I feel like we shouldn't have Ciara's prayer. It should be your prayer, what you want, what you're looking for, the goals that you want from somebody, what's in, what's inside of you. So, and the topic of it being Ciara's prayer Mm-hmm. How much truth is there to the statement, nice guy spend his last? Hmm. I don't know, because I feel like a lot of nice guys I know are, are assholes now. So it's like, <laughs> were they really nice? <laughs> like, I don't know. I just feel like, well, I feel a lot of, like they say, fuck boys have now nah, they done turned nice. So it's like, has the tables turned? are you a bad boy when I met you and then now you change I think it's just you as a person like I know a lot of people who have flipped they was I'm like dang he was a good boy he out here starting and bopping vice versa oh he was a thought oh he didn't finally settle down so it's like who are we to say who's nice or not or who's good or not like 
or there's good guys out there who pretend that they're good and I know that they're doing something bad. So it's like, who is good? Listen, sometimes you can get uh, corrupted uh, men and women. Yeah. And then after a few times of being dogged out, they're like, you know what? I don't have no love no more. I, I mm-hmm. myself. So we got to be careful on who we damage along our past. <laughs> exactly. That is true indeed. That is true indeed. I feel like it. But I don't feel like good men finish last i feel good men go go to the it's always the good guys going for the bad girls and vice versa it's like we have to learn i think we just have to learn you know that that's not for us or to love the people who love us like why not love somebody who loves you like it's very simple and it's very hard but very simple but now I only want to be around people who care about me like i don't have to if it's forced i feel like i'm doing too much i don't want it I want it to be simple and and pure. That's it. So before I continue to go forward, is there any questions you have? I do have a, we kind of, you kind of answered some of them. So one of the questions is that, you know, how we base love on faith and stuff like that. I said, if, if a man is an atheist, how, how does he find value or faith in love? Does, is, is he a faithful man? Is he, like, if you, like a lot of women, you know, I want a God-fearing man. But I know some people who, I know men who don't have, like, a religion, and they're good men. Like, um, I don't know if you could speak on this because you're not an atheist, but just from, as being a man, do you feel like because they don't have the values of religion, can they be a good man? I think anybody can be good regardless of religion. Mm-hmm. Religion what's the word um the origin of the word religion i believe means to bind Bind Mm -hmm. so as long as you are religious as long as you claim something then you have to live by it and i think that's the main thing Mm -hmm. a lot of times people claim to be a christian or claim to be a muslim or claim to be this and how often do you see any one of them actually follow the tenets that they're supposed to to their religion Exactly. How many times have you seen them actually burst out curse words, hurt somebody or something like that? So they can be good in people that aren't um, of the faith. Mm-hmm. It's all about your values and morals overall than the stamp of approval by uh, religion. But yeah, I, I, I think there's good in everybody. It all depends on the person. Okay, let me see. I think I have another one. This one, and I know women really love this question. You know, oh, I they feel like, oh, he changed for me. Do men really change for a woman or they change for themselves? I will say most men that find a woman that they love, truly love, will change. Okay. And the reason why I say will change is because there's this this thing that a lot of us have, especially from our generation, where once you get married and once you have a wife, you kind of want to conquer the world to show your love and appreciation. Mm-hmm. You might want to get a better job. You might want to f- figure out how to get more money so you can travel or buy a house or something like that. All those things kind of come with having a woman. It's rare that you see a young 18-year-old or 20-year-old trying to run out and get their own place. Mm-hmm. Normally, we get our own place to entertain women. Everything's attached to a woman normally in our pursuit, but there's not a lot of young men just saying, y'all can't wait to get my own place just so I can have this life. That it's always like, y'all can't have my own way so I can invite a woman over so I can, mm. you know, so I can entertain and do all that other stuff. So 
yeah, you can change if you find the right person that you love above and beyond. Like men, okay. I also think some women might change as well. It all depends on the person. Yeah, like I, I know some women that were out there in the streets heavy, and then got somebody that they fell in love with and stopped everything. Because, mm -hmm. wow, I got something that I always wanted and didn't know. Yeah. So, you know, I think people will change for the right person. I agree, too, with that. Let's see. I had a whole bunch of questions. I know we can't get to all of them because it's a topic. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, da, 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 da. why do most women ignore their intuition and produce a child with a man that doesn't fit that prayer that they're seeking? answer that question i don't have kids that's one thing i'm scared of i'm scared one thing about me you have friends so what is i do and i feel like back in the day a woman felt like having a kid would keep a man or feel like they will have this attachment to them you know that i'm a you know men probably men you know always feel comfortable going back to their baby mother you know even i've always been the girl kids i'm always the girl that's scared of the baby mother i'm i'm telling you the truth as a, a single woman who's never had kids and i don't know how that relationship is between a person and their baby's father i was always scared of a man who had kids because i'm like he still got that tie with his baby mother i would have a thing if the child was under five i'm not messing with the guy because i feel like he's still he's still dipping with the baby mother and then i know friends that, that. That still, that still feel like going back to their baby father is not like cheating. Like it's, it's. I know some friends. <laughs> it's, and it's so it's like. It's interesting that you say that because a lot of times they point the finger at the man for sleeping with their baby mothers, but you're saying it from the opposite that a lot of the baby mothers are comfortable sleeping with their baby fathers as they see it's not like another body under their. Exactly. So that would scare me because you know. Wherever there's ashes, there could be a fire again. So I just feel like that as a woman that's never had kids and don't know what a bond is between a man and a woman and a child, that always scared me. Like, so I feel women, I, women are comfortable with being with their baby's fathers because they, it's something they know, like, you know, it's, they're always going to have some type of connection because they have that child together. So they feel like to do that is not really an offense or like cheating or whatever, or like, He's my baby father, so I could do what I want with him, you know? So I feel like they feel they have this, this, this tied with them or this like secret, like contract that they uh, you're always with me or I could always mess with you, you know? So for me, I've always been skeptical of like, oh, you with your baby mother? I don't know. Like, like if they were like, I hate her, then I'm like, all right. But then you, and then once you get older, you're like, I don't want you to hate your baby mother. Like, I w would like us to be a blended family. Like, don't nobody want no drama. Like, you know, so I feel that has always been a struggle for me as a woman who doesn't have kids, like dating men who had baby mothers with younger kids. And I had a, I had a, I was dating a guy who separated from his baby mother for five years and then dating me and then went, went and go and engage his baby mother so it's just like Damn, you know <laughs> that's like okay did you was i did was i like okay 
I want to go back to what I know. <laughs> like, I don't know. But then it just looks like maybe it was just time. Maybe they just needed time separated to really realize what they wanted. I don't know to this day. <laughs> interesting, which a lot of people don't connect the two. You said a lot of times people go back to what they know. Mm-hmm. Ironically, people don't view the people that they date as that comfort zone that they know. Yeah. Picking the same guy with the same situation because it feels comfortable. Mm-hmm. No matter how toxic or up and down it is, it's a comfort zone of feeling that you yeah. need to have uh, normalcy in your life. Yeah. Sometimes you got to break away from that comfort and say, why do I need to be this comfortable in this space? And sometimes, as we always say, I might go to therapy. You might have to figure that out if you mm-hmm. can't answer it for yourself. So, yeah. I like dating people I don't date anymore. Like, I like to know something new. I don't, when it's too familiar, but uh-uh, this ain't, this ain't gonna go right, you know? So I've been now dating guys that I wouldn't have never dated before, like, um, in different professions, um, different cultures, different races. I've been date just dating different people because I'm really collecting data. Like, I'm really deciding, like, do I really like this or is it just what I know? And sometimes we think we like because we just know it and we're familiar, we're comfortable. So I, I'm, I like to, I'm, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone and dating different people and noticing the things that I do like and noticing the things I don't and just moving forward. So it's, it's, it's working pretty well for me, I might say. Well, congrats. <laughs> you got any other questions? Let's see. Because it's on boundaries. Oh yeah, this molding. So I know now a lot of older women are dating younger men because they feel they can mold them. So is that with wisdom that you think older women can mold younger men or is that like just controlling because the woman is older so she's basically dominating over him because of his maturity? Well, I'll answer that from both sides of the point. Okay. Because... Dating an older woman, more than likely they've either had children, they've been married, so they're not looking for much. Mm. So if you're a young, horny teen that's just looking to pounce on out anyway, it works in your favor. Mm-hmm. If she can't have kids no more, it works in your favor even more. If her kids are grown and moved out the house, it works in your favor anymore. <laughs> it's not really molding. I think it's more convenience. Okay. And if you flip that, the reason why most guys date younger girls is because in that bracket of, yo, these people want too much. They want marriage at this point. They want this at this point. This This young person don't know what they want. Mm. So I can give them some wisdom. I can give them some comfort. I can give them some money because I'm working. I'm older. I'm just kind of set more than a younger guy that she would date. So Mm -hmm. they might date up because there's more uh, stability there. So I think it works on both sides. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I've I've been the young guy watching the younger girls date the older guys. I'm wondering mm-hmm. why they're so older. And then I've been the young guy dealing with an older woman, wondering why they didn't. And then I've been the older guy dating the young. So I'm kind of like oh, I've seen it from all spectrums. Yeah, so spectrum. I, mm-hmm. I understand that there's there's a benefit on everybody's angle. Okay. You know what I'm saying so. Yeah, that that's what I'll say. It's nothing to really do with molding. Anybody you date is going to teach you something that you didn't know about you or about them or about dating altogether. Okay. But it's more for convenience. Okay. That answers my question. <laughs> okay, you know, one more question I think women would love. All right, cool. So will we, what are the qualities of a good man? 
in your in your perspective qualities in a good man and a good person and a good woman is ladies take your note take your note just <laughs> being a, just standing on on your truths and your value vows and um values and morals mm -hmm. because you can have all these characteristics every characteristic is going to fit somebody to a certain extent but are you yeah. true to your word and what you say do you follow through mm -hmm. are you accountable for all your actions can you assess when you play the part in the downfall of a relationship mm -hmm. i can't say that i dated this person and it was over or terrible because she did xyz somehow between her doing xyz and me being there i had to contribute to that some way that i learned how i contributed to make sure that i don't do it again can't just place, place the blame on one person so yeah. look at their great traits in terms of do they have morals do they have a word to stand on do they follow through are they consistent what what how how fast will they go about achieving their goals i know some people that say you know what i want to start an llc and in the next 30 days guess what they got a fully functioning corporation mm -hmm. that's a trait do you like that that he said something and then he went out and got it those are things that makes a good mate in my in my opinion it's not about how good they look or how good they are with numbers and they can read and they're smart so my child might be smart how do they follow through with what they say now, I can tell you all the right answers on a job interview. After I get the job, then you'll really see if I'm really going to work on weekends and relocate. Mm -hmm. So just always, I always tell you, anytime you go on a date with somebody, you take your mental note, and on the next day, you challenge them on some of the stuff they said to see if they're consistent. Yep. That's how you know you're not wasting your time. <laughs> yeah, so I'll leave it at that. I think that's good advice. Everybody <laughs> take take that down. That's really good advice. So with that being said, we're coming up to the closing remarks. So yeah. I'll ask one last question. Okay. Pertaining to the topic. Yes. Why do so many women, why are so many women concerned with Sierra's prayer and not Savannah's prayer? Mm. LeBron James' wife. That is so true. That is so true. High school sweethearts, you never heard anything about LeBron she didn't she's been with lebron like they haven't like she didn't go through all these other men nothing like that good wholesome girl you right you know no. what it is it's because she's on social media not no. on social media she's she's on social media sometimes like she's been coming out here sometimes but it's people not looking people media, not looking for her like that but i think what it is is that ciara is an entertainer and people when I, when look I is, when i say social media i'm talking about coming out and speaking publicly on their relationship. So now people have something to judge. That is true. That is true. Cause they don't really, LeBron and um, Savannah really don't talk about their relationships and stuff like that. They, you see more of just the presence, kind of like Jay-Z and Beyonce. You just see the presence, you see them together. Um, you know that they've been, you know that Savannah and, um, and LeBron have been together since high school and stuff like that. So because there's nothing we could base on. It's just not being talked about. It's just being seen. And I feel like people um, with Ciara, it's like they seen the struggle, like the struggle love. Like people always think there's some type of gratification for struggling or dealing with this. And then finally you get what you want. Like, why can't it just be a smooth transition? Like, why can't it be smooth sail sailings? Why, especially for Bracken, 
black and brown community they they commit even jay-z and beyonce oh jay-z cheated on beyonce with all these women and they still together da, 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 da. like why glorify that like i'd rather glorify lebron and and savannah um what you call it uh the, the other guy the other basketball player um light skin um Curry and, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah, and, and Aisha Curry. Like, you know, I, I would commend them. Like, and they're more out there, you know, in regards to their relationship and stuff like that. The the Curries, perfect example, smooth, but they corny. People think they corny. Well, remember, you know that she said she don't feel sexy because people don't be checking for her. And I'm like, Yeah, you can't be out there saying you can't tell people that because now people are gonna start judging you based off of that. But she probably feel that way. Honestly, she probably was being honest. No. Don't say nothing on social media that you don't want to be judged for. That's the bottom line. That oh, is true. That is true. Comments off um, section so that nobody But can they not- want people to be real and they can't handle, like they say, you can't handle the truth. People can't handle the truth. Yo, listen. She, she and got- she's a pretty girl. I feel she's very attractive and sexy. I mean, but she keeps herself that, but sex like they say beauty is in my high, in the eye of the beholders maybe sexiness is as well you know so it's like who am i to say she's not sexy because she's not out here like other girls and you know she's she should only be sexy to her husband because that's who she that's who she's with like that's who it, that's who it should matter to it should matter this to um to curry because that's his wife and the funny well, thing who wants to say she's not sexy or not separate them separate the lifestyle separate the basketball separate sports Mm-hmm. A lot of women wouldn't pick Steph, just like a lot of guys wouldn't pick Aisha. It's just that the fame has come with it. The fame and notoriety come with it. So now you're saying, "Oh, I would pick this person. I'll pick this person." I'm like, "Yo, if they were, if they take away the money, take away the fame, you wouldn't pick that person. That's not the person on your radar." Even LeBron, like people would have picked LeBron, you know, like if he wasn't a basketball player, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You think about it, like. People wouldn't even pick Future if he wasn't Future. <laughs> no, nah, I think they would. You think so? If that's the blue uh, blueprint build build a build a hood nigga that everybody wants. I think so. Now dreads was dreads dreads and all that wasn't in back then. That's now like Offset and, and Amigos and all that. Like, they made that popular. Like hood, it's a trend. Hood, hood talk, hood swag. But I don't even think Future's hood, like, he be onomatopoeian. Like, he's, like, he just be out here speaking, like, hey, 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 and that's, that's not hood, like. Oh, and when people talk to you on, on the corner, when you walk by, they don't sound like that? It's the same cadence, same same speech pattern. I'm, like, I'm not into this type of music anyway, <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a, um, holla at me, I'm listening. If you listen to my playlist, I'm, I don't even mean no new music. Like, people gotta, I listen to like go outside i went to a part i think a date not even a day party like brunch i didn't even know i was like what kind of i need to go to a 90s or a 2000s brunch i can't do this <laughs> like this is not fun like i what's this drill and all this oh, i can't that's just not me i've you never been attracted to that kind of type you know what mm-hmm. that means? It means you're in the wrong space yeah that's all that means because drill is a part of the new era the new sound however you're gonna go to certain places that's gonna gravitate towards a drill sound, and then you're gonna go to certain places that don't. That just means you're not in that spot for you. That's all. Exactly. That I need to go to um a, a 2000s 90s brunch or like something like that. That's what I need to do. That's where I need to be. I was like, this is not the place for me. 
<laughs> and I was like, these these kids look too young for me. I was like, let me get out of here. I know I look young, but I'm a I'm a '90s girl, 2000s girl. That's the type of era I'm in right now. So let's get to the ending of the show, which is the DNA decoded. This was How a good episode. Up this topic for the folks. I'm gonna sum it at as you make your own prayer. You are the definition of what you want. Don't worry about nobody else because you may be praying for some somebody else and you may be praying for Russell and you get Russell and that ain't Russell. It's Eric. You just don't know. You don't know Russell. We don't know Russell. We don't know him. You need to figure out what you want. You need to worry about yourself and mind a business that pays you. What my One of my good friends, LaShawn, always says. I feel like people are so concerned about what other people are doing, you know, we could look at things and be like, oh, I want to, I like, I like that they seem like they have good communication, but we don't know behind closed doors if they have good communication. You know, I think we need to focus on what we want and focus on what makes us good and work as a person. And then you would find the person for you. Just focus on yourself and everything else will fall into place. That is my DNA decoded. <laughs> I will pony up on that and say, yes, focus on self, build self, be everything that you want in that partner so that you Mm -hmm. can attract that partner. Unfortunately, we are attracting people that are not compatible with us because we're attracting the wrong thing. It might be somebody's look. It might be somebody's style, might be somebody's aura, might be somebody's bank account. But how do these current these relationship currencies add up to what you need in a relationship? Currency is more than money. There's value in more things than just cash value. Mm-hmm. There's character traits. There's personalities. There's following through on your word. There's having principles and morals. There's so many things that you can put on relationships now that can equate to a currency. So work on yourself so you can attract what you want. And also remember that even though Sierra got Russell Wilson, even though Serena Williams got a billionaire, even though Eve got a billionaire, just remember, they went completely opposite of what they had. It's not fair. It's smartening up. It's not even leveling up to the sense. It's just smartening up. Setting boundaries. Seek more out of life, but don't try to make a cat, an alligator into a cat. So I never heard that before. I'm going to use that. Don't try to make an alligator out of a cat. <laughs> I just saw a video the other day uh, where the guy was sitting around with a monkey and the monkey jumped and like snatched the entire scalp off. And I'm just like, monkeys are not pets. That's the reason why they say a chip has this the strength to rip your face off. He ripped his entire scalp, scalp off. And I was just like, I, I don't play with certain animals. I don't. I don't play with animals. No, so me either. Don't turn, don't turn it out. Don't try to turn an alligator into a cat because that bite ain't gonna feel the same. <laughs> so with that being said, it's another episode of the relationship DNA. Thank you, Deep and Nate, for this episode. Yes, I loved it. I love our conversations. I hope everybody's enjoying them. We have good topics. Shout out to Ant because he's always coming up with the good topics, and we have great conversations, very natural. We just talk how we feel and Thank you, guys, and we'll see you the next time around. Until next time, hit us all up on social medias and buy all the D. Renee products because she's about to be a mogul out here. <laughs> I just want to be Yes, I just want to sell products and talk shit all day. <laughs> all right, y'all. We see y'all later. Peace.